Where do the Minnesota Wilds stack up amongst the Western Conference as well as their Central Division opponents? Plus, where do Kirill Kaprizov, Marco Rossi, and others stack up in the notable postseason voting awards? We talk all things odds today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day of the week. And just as a reminder, we're free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Jack Bond of Paramount Sports talks to us about how the Wild stack up with odds on getting to the Stanley Cup final, plus other odds uh, throughout the season. We'll talk about uh, how different players stack up amongst the various awards and uh, plenty more to dive into here today as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer. We're hitting you with the first of uh, a couple of two-a-day we- days this week. So uh, this will be uh, a two-a-day Monday for you. And happy to have Jack Bond of Paramount Sports on with us to talk betting and odds. Jack, uh, glad to have you on the show here for the first time. Just right off the top, just tell the listeners uh, about Paramount Sports. First time we've had a chance to have you guys on the show. Yeah, well, I'm happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Um, I am the uh, the NHL and MLB side of Paramount Sports, where we're a sports betting uh, handicapping conglomerate based out of South Florida. Uh, Lee Sterling is the he kind of oversees the whole operation. And he's on the he's on the football, basketball, UFC side of things. And in the last couple of years, he's brought me on for the hockey and baseball side of things. So uh, I'm jumping on with you and, and a couple of other podcasts this week to talk about the NHL season coming up and and where there are some opportunities to make some money. So I'm, I'm happy to happy to join you. We uh, we can't argue with that. And as you can see on the screen, uh, make sure to give Jack a follow at Paramount NHL to uh, keep up throughout the course of the season. Well. Let's dive right in. The Minnesota Wilds coming into this season after a uh, franchise record for wins and points and goals and so many other things. Uh, looking like it's going to be a little trickier for them to repeat that success with the losses of Kevin Fiala and Cam Talbot. Does Vegas see it that way? What are the uh, what are the odds looking like for the Wild here to uh, to have a similar level of success? You know, Vegas does see it that way. Um, we can get into whether or not I agree or disagree with that <laughs> here in a minute, but they do see it that way. Uh, the Wild are sitting right now at plus 1,800 or 18 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup right now. That's along the likes of the Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers, um, Pittsburgh Penguins. Makes makes sense. You know, top 10, maybe not top 5 um, so far, at least as what as far as what Vegas sees in their in their potential this year uh the wild are, are 10 to 1 or plus 1000 to win the western conference and and four to one to win the central division you've obviously got the colorado avalanche as the odds on favorite for just about every one of those accolades this year uh well i think things might be a little bit different this year than they played out last year but as far as the central division goes the wild are second behind colorado in terms of their betting odds to win the division uh, and then you're looking if you're just looking at regular season 
total points, the Wild, uh, or at least Vegas has set the Wild's total uh, point number at over under 101 and a half regular season points this year, which is interesting. Right? You, you mentioned that the loss of Kevin Fiala and Cam Talbot. Um, as you know, the Wild finished with 113 points last year. So that's a 12-point drop-off. Uh, you're looking at around 45 to maybe 47 uh, regulation and overtime wins this year if they do hit right around that number. So that's what you're looking at. And then obviously, just to make the playoffs, whether they win the division, second, third, or even win the wild card, one of the wild card spots, they're minus 400 to make the playoffs and three to one or plus 300 to miss the playoffs. So at least going into the season, I think wild fans have a lot to be optimistic about just in terms of their betting lines and where Vegas sees them as well. Absolutely. Now, if it's you placing the wager on the wild to do something this season, what do you think is the biggest value? Where do you think is the best opportunity to, uh, to cash in? You know, I think this is going to be one of the trendier bets uh, in terms of NHL futures, and, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. It's probably on that over 101.5 regular season points. Uh, like I said, there's, it's about a 45-win projection. If you're just looking at based on last year's standings, where these teams that finished with around 101 points uh, ended up in terms of their win total, I'm taking that over 101.5 regular season points. I'm betting it on my own. I'll be telling people to bet it. I think this is a fantastic regular season team. You know, We all know the struggles they've had in the playoffs and in last year. It seemed like a continuation of those struggles. They were they were kind of just overpowered and and didn't have the physical game to match up with the St. Louis Blues in the first round. But this is a really good regular season team. Uh, the, the, the you know the loss of Kevin Fiala is a big one, but I think that front office knew that going in, right? And and the loss of Fiala and the loss of Cam Talbot, really the loss of Talbot specifically might not necessarily be a bad thing. Uh, I was thinking to myself the other day when I was just looking at this roster and, and how they match up against the rest of the Western Conference not having that drama between Talbot and Flurry, and we remember what the, you know what Talbot said last year when they did bring in Flurry. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for this team. Knowing who your number one goalie is going into the season, still having a competent backup situation there, and, and with the talent in front of Flurry this year and in the top six, really the top nine of that forward group, it's one of the best in the league. I, I, I worry about the postseason because, you know, we just mentioned they, they didn't have the physicality to match up with St. Louis. And I just don't know if they addressed that well enough in the offseason this year. But over 101 point over 101 and a half points, I don't see a 12 point drop off on this team. So if you're just asking me, you know, first glance, what I like about this wild team and what I like about these betting odds, I'm taking that over 101 and a half points. Uh, as it stands today. Okay. Um, we're going to shift to the players because Kirill Kaprizov had a pretty darn good season last year, already started the preseason off on the right foot. He is poised to maybe elevate his game a little bit to be uh, one of the contenders for the uh, the Hart Trophy, so we'll talk about that. Marco Rossi is going to be mentioned as well, so we got plenty more to get to as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because it simplifies the morning routine, getting your vitamins and supplements all into one convenient dose. With just one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, 
AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it is also proven effective. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen today, make sure to check out the aforementioned Locked on Bets podcast. Always a ton of great information from uh, Lee and the rest of the crew, uh, giving you the best chance to make your bets count. Continuing our chat with Jack Bond of Paramount Sports, let's talk players. And we'll start with the uh, the one and only Kirill Kaprizov, who had a 100-point season last year, already won the Calder Trophy. He seems primed to be one of the uh, top contenders for a, a little bigger trophy this season. Uh, Jack, what are his odds for replicating his performance from last year, but uh, exceeding it in a way that would definitely get some national attention? I, I think the books see it the same way as you do. Uh, he's sitting right now at 12 to 1 to win the Hart Trophy and 12 to 1 to win the Rocket Richard Trophy as of right now. Uh, if, you, if you shop around, you can find some uh, over-unders on his individual points totals and goal totals. Uh, right now, his goal total is sitting at over under 43 and a half, which is a pretty high amount. But, you know, given the season he had last year, it certainly wouldn't surprise us. And then just in terms of overall points, over under 94 and a half points. So, you know, he, he already obviously beat that last year by quite a bit. Um, what's to say he can't do it again? I don't think there is much to say that he can't do it again. You know, if anything, this is a this is a forward group that's in, in, in some line mates around him that. I don't think fell off too much with the loss of Kevin Fiala. You know, you got another year of Matt Boldy. You've got a young guy in Marco Rossi, who I know we're going to talk about soon, who, who's going to get a whole lot more playing time this year, you would anticipate. But th- as far as the top six of that wild lineup, where he's certainly going to be be slotted in, it's it's more of the same. You know, it, I would assume, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he's probably going to be on, on a line with, with Ryan Hartman and Matt Zuccarello, uh, at least to start the year. Um, if anything, the loss of Fiala would probably guarantee Kaprizov more power play time on, on the top unit, if anything. But uh, I certainly don't see any reason to believe he's going to fall off this year. I mean, you look at his numbers from last year and and he led the team in just about every metric. You know, he he even added a full minute of average time on ice per game uh, up, up over 19 minutes a game. Uh, there's not much to dislike about it. You know, he he did get a ton of his points in the power play units, which again, it's not a surprise, but you can't always rely on those things to be as consistent year in and year out as you can, you know, five V five stats or or even strength stats. Uh, But, you know, again, he still put up 47 goals and his shooting percentage decreased last year. He went from 17.2% to just 16.3%. That's certainly still elite. He's certainly scoring on, on more on a higher percentage of his shots than probably the league average. 
But just looking at the makeup of this roster, uh, who his anticipated line mates are, um, you know, what what he has in, in terms of the coaching staff as well, it seems to be pretty consistent throughout this past summer. They didn't do much to mess with the forward lines or mess with any any you know lean I would have towards him winning the Rocket Richard or the Hart Trophy, and and that's certainly that's certainly a plus. Um, you look at the guys in front of him as well. You know, one thing you have to keep in mind, especially with a guy like Kaprizov, is who his line mates would be and if any of them could kind of steal his thunder a little bit and steal his, his, his national attention. This guy is the face of Minnesota hockey. There's nothing to worry about there. You know, if you go, if you look over into Edmonton and and you might want to throw a preseason bet on, on Leon Dreisaitl to win the Hart Trophy or the Rocket Richard, well, you have to worry about his own teammate in, in Connor McDavid stealing the show from him. A little bit of the same thing with Austin Matthews. You know, he's probably the best pure goal scorer in the league right now. But again, you've got guys like Mitch Marner and William Nylander over there who could who could certainly steal some goals from him. Uh, I love Kaprizov. Uh, I love him at the, these odds. It's about what I would expect for him. Um, one thing I did find interesting is the very next guy on that list in terms of the betting odds is actually Kale McCarr to win the heart at 14 to 1. So, uh, you know, we all joked, what, what can this kid, what can't this kid do? Well, turns out he could probably win the MVP as well. So, uh, I would certainly look at, at sprinkling Kaprizov at, at to win um, probably the Hart Trophy this year. I, I think if if the if the Wild are going to to maybe upset the Colorado Avalanche for the for the Central Division crown this year, uh, he's going to have to be otherworldly yet again. And then again, I would look. I, I don't have any reason to believe he's going to score less than forty four goals. I think if you want to look at a player prop on on Kaprizov, and you don't necessarily want to take a long shot on one of those two awards. Look at over 43 and a half goals. Again, his shooting percentage decreased last year and he still put up, you know, almost almost 50 goals. And and he's more than likely going to have the same line mates again throughout this season. He's going to he's going to probably be on an on an even maybe an improved offense. Dare I say, I mean, granted, this is the fifth ranked offense in the NHL last year is one of only five teams that average over uh, 3.7 goals per game. So it's it's tough to see. A vast improvement, but if, if there's a guy on this team that can certainly take over the MVP odds, it's going to be Kaprizov. Um, he's he's now he's got two, you know, a, a season and a half really of experience in the NHL, so you don't have to worry about anything with that. But he just has, especially in terms of the Hart Trophy voting, he has that star power, and he he makes the highlight real plays that'll make Sports Center top ten, for example, and and that's really what you need. Uh, if you're going to be if you're going to be one of these hard trophy candidates, you have to be able to play, make plays that are going to you know land you in the sports center top 10 and on the highlight reels at the end of the season. You know, as much as as a McDavid or a, an Austin Matthews can do that. I don't think there's many guys in the NHL outside of Kaprizov that can kind of emulate what they do on a night in and night out basis. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the thing that's crazy is Kaprizov had as much success on the power play as he did with a power play unit that was like 22nd in the NHL in success. So if they, if they up those numbers even a little bit, that's going to be more opportunities there. So I, I like, I like where you're at there. Let's talk uh, a little Marco Rossi who is uh, going to be taking the NHL by storm this year, had a strong start in his preseason debut with a couple of assists. Where's he sitting in the Calder trophy uh, race because you know the Wild have had over the last couple of years they had Kaprizov win it. If Matt Boldy stayed healthy, he probably is at least a finalist last year. And now you have Rossi who has some high expectations on him. Um, where's he sitting with the odds? He's at fourteen to one right now. And and if there were if you you know push me to make one single bet on the Wild this year, 
I'm going to forego that season point total. I'm going to even forego any bets on Kaprizov, and I'm putting it on Rossi to win the Calder Trophy at 14 to 1. It's $100 to win $1,400 right there if you, if you turn out to be a winner at the end of the season. And there's a couple of reasons why. He is, if you look right now, he's sixth on the list right now among Calder Trophy uh, betting odds, uh, rookies this year. He doesn't have as much experience at the NHL level as, as some of these guys or even as a younger guy like Matt Boldy would, but he's going to push for it. You know, I'm intrigued mostly because he's on a much more competitive team than any of any of these other rookies that have Calder Trophy odds. If you look just down the line right now, you've got a Mason McTavish in Anaheim. I don't expect them to be competitive this year. You've got Owen Power, Matty Beneers, William Eklund, Colt Perfetti. Those are all teams that probably aren't going to make the playoffs. And then the only other guy there is Kent Johnson on Columbus, who they could be a trendy pick to make the playoffs, but I'm certainly not banking on it. You have to go all the way down to Rossi at seven, seventh or eighth place here at 14 to one to find a team that's going to be competitive and a team that's probably going to give him some options. Now that could give some people pause if they're in a playoff race in, you know, in the, in the late winter, early spring, come March or so, he might be on a tighter leash. Uh, they might want to give their veteran players some more time, but I certainly would lean towards betting on a player who's going to be in the playoff race in February and, and March. And you saw a guy like, like Jason Robertson in Dallas, who almost carried his team to a playoff spot. And he got all the respect in the world in the Calder trophy voting uh, a while back. So, you know, my concern primarily for Rossi would be who does he replace if he is going to get top six forward minutes? Um, you know, Matt Zuccarello's obviously had his injury history, but again, you you talk about comparing Rossi and, and Boldy at least as options to jump into the top six. Boldy is certainly the more reliable player, or at least the player that they're most they're more familiar with. Either way, I want to I want to be betting on a player who's gonna have a reason to give it all night in and night out come March and early April. And you can certainly, I mean, I can certainly predict that the Wild are going to be making the playoffs this year, much, much higher chances at least than, than an Anaheim or a Buffalo or even a Seattle uh, for these other for these other leaders and these betting odds. Uh, you know, it's not a guarantee that the Calder Trophy winner is on a playoff team or even on a competitive team. In fact, only two of the last five winners were on playoff teams that season. But this guy's got all the talent in the world. He's going to be on a team that's going to have an elite offense. And, you know, while the size might be a concern for the Wild, you certainly are pretty happy with the bottom six that he could be starting out with, right? Yep. Uh, Freddie Gaudreau, Tyson Jost, you know, Brendan Duheim are all some pretty competent players to play with. And then if he is going to be that fun little prospect that the Wild and Dean Evison kind of toy with and mess around with, what's to say he won't get power play time either? And again, I think that power play is going to have to be improved. I'm shocked it didn't improve more throughout the regular <laughs> season, but... You know, if he's if he's going to start out on the fourth line, uh, even for the first couple of weeks of the season, I'm not too concerned about that, especially if they're going to start throwing him onto the power play every once in a while, give him some opportunities, even on the half boards or, or wherever it may be. I just I, I love the idea of being able to bet on this young guy who is just as hyped as almost any of these other guys I've mentioned and is going to be on a team that's going to be putting up goals and is going to have an opportunity come March or April to be pushing for a playoff spot, because at the very least, even if he's playing on the third line for the most part, and he's got, you know, Freddie Goudreau as his center, uh, he's going to be getting some national recognition much more than a guy who's on a, on a cellar dweller team uh, come February or March. So I, I'll tell you what, I love the bet on Rossi to win the Calder. Um, there's obviously some talented rookies out there, but you look at a guy like Mason McTavish, who's plus 350 uh, favorite right now to win it. 
And part of me thinks that's a bit of an overreaction to his last couple of tournaments and, and what he did this summer. So I, I think I think Rossi is a is a really interesting bet. And it's one I would probably place preseason. I'd probably place it now before the season starts because just with any of these rookies, he could be he could come onto the onto the stage in the first couple of weeks, just like you saw with Kaprizov when he first, you know, appeared in the NHL. Whereas you know, with these other guys, they might take some time to get used to the NHL level. At least Rossi has one or two games at the NHL level so far, and, and he's got some youngsters around him to, to feel comfortable. So I think if I had to place one bet on the wild, Rossi is definitely my favorite. Uh, I, I don't know how popular of a bet he's going to be because he might not be as well known as a as an Owen Power or, or a Mason McTavish, but I certainly love that value at, at plus 1,400. Okay. Um, tell you what, let's finish up by talking about just some other bets, players who maybe have a chance to replicate their success or potentially not. And then we'll finish by looking at the uh, the Central Division and the Western Conference and some, uh, some bets there to finish up as we continue our episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Continuing our show with Jack Bond. Paramount Sports. Jack, any other wild bets that you are intrigued by that you've seen? Um, I, I know there are a lot of players on this roster that had career seasons, so obviously a lot of people looking at those point totals and saying high or low. What do you think? We we could certainly talk Dean Evason too. I'm sure he is uh, is getting some love as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm a Nashville, Tennessee native, so I'm familiar with Evason's work and with the with the Milwaukee Admirals coming up. And, and I'm a big fan of his as well. He's actually 18 to one or plus 1800 to win the Jack Adams this year. Um, you look at a team like the wild in, in, in the central division, and we can get into that in a minute. If, and I know it's a big, if, if this team can upset the Colorado avalanche and win that, that central division, you have to think Everson is almost a shoe in for the Jack Adams, at least as a top three, as, as a candidate at the end of the year, 18 to one is a really interesting bet. And, and it's, I like to I like to share this with listeners often. If you can get the wild, or if you're looking at the wild at four to one to win the central division, well then why don't you go take a gander at Evison at 18 to one to win the Jack Adams? You know, it's a much higher value, lower risk, higher reward play. It's not necessarily a guarantee that that the wild winning the central would, would get him the Jack Adams, but I certainly think there's a high correlation there. If you want to look at something like that, I do love that bet as well. Um, another guy, I haven't found any player props or goals, you know, goals over unders or points over unders on him yet. But I really, I do love Matt Boldy this year. I think if you're going to pick one breakout player on that team, I'm sure he's the most popular pick, but I'm a big fan of him. Uh, you know, he had 39 points in 47 games last year. That's a 68 point pace over a full season for him. And if you can get, you know, I, I can't imagine a, a, a sports book would let, would set his points total at higher than 60. So if you could get over 65, Again, I think you're, you're probably satisfied, but if you can get over 70 points from this kid, I know it's a tough, that's a tall task, but he's going to be playing top six minutes, maybe even on the top line every once in a while, especially with Zuccarello's injury history. I think you're really excited, especially as a wild fan and, and maybe even as a, as a better, if you can find some, some odds on his props right there. You know, he has every right to more ice time on that second or even the first line and more power play time this year, especially if it does get off to a slow start like it did last season. They're going to have to mix things up. I'd be really curious if somebody could find a, some, you know, some, some points props for him as well. Um, you know, another one I, I thought about and we kind of touched on it briefly. Mark Andre Fleury's 28 to one to win the Vesna. Uh, that's it's you know, that's one of those awards very similar to the, the Norris trophy where you've kind of got the two or three headed monster up at the top. 
and and you never want to you know hope for injuries but you would almost have to rely on an injury for for flurry to have a chance um i'm intrigued by it though he doesn't have to fight for the net as much this year he doesn't have maybe i don't know what his relationship was with cam talbot but it was certainly an awkward introduction between the two of them right when, when cam talbot was was upset about the trade uh so he you know he's got that net to himself for for you know, for what feels like the first time in a long time after his, his trip to Vegas and and his start in Minnesota and, of course, all the way back in Pittsburgh when when there was the talk of Matt Murray or Robin Lanner or, or Cam Talbot kind of right on his heels. Um, I'm curious about that one. I'm wondering if maybe if he, if he has a, a bad month to start the season or a below average month to start the season, you could get some, some mid-season odds on him to win the Vesna. That's a really interesting one as well. You know, I really, I, I, I think I would, I think I would, really hedge myself on that Marco Rossi bet. I think if, if you're a wild fan or just a sports better in general and and you want to have one play on the wild this year, it's going to be on Rossi just just in terms of individual player bets. I think that's the one to go with this year at 14 to 1 for the Calder Trophy. Okay. Um is there maybe one let's just say central division to uh, to kind of wrap up here today. Is there maybe one bet that you really like amongst all those central division teams if somebody just wanted to throw something down to keep track of uh, here throughout the season, which way are you going? You know, I hate to I hate to pile on the Chicago Blackhawks, <laughs> and in a in a season point total of sixty five and a half points is certainly pretty low, but I think this team is 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 tanking almost for Connor Bedard this season. Um, if you want to look at them, you know, you got them at over under sixty five and a half points. You know, they've got a, They've got another interesting. Uh, prop up here that I'm looking at. They're two to one or plus 200 to have the worst record in the NHL. Uh, the only team projected to have a lower record is, of course, the other Central Division um, uh, team, the, the Arizona Coyotes. But I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago ends up with a worse record than the Coyotes this year. At least the Coyotes have a bit of a direction. They've got some young prospects that they really like. And at this point, you don't know how much longer Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane could be Blackhawks. Uh, they could even be mid-season or trade deadline acquisitions for a contending team. And at that point, I don't know how many people could name a single player on the Blackhawks roster coming into this season. Uh, I'll say, I will say, you know, one more I found interesting, though, is the Blues at 35-1 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. Um, I'm, I'm certainly no Blues fan, you know, on the on the subjective side as a, as a, as a fan <laughs> of, of hockey myself, but they've they seem they seem pretty underrated in terms of their season point total, or excuse me, they seem pretty properly rated in terms of their point total at ninety five and a half. So probably right behind the Wild there. But then at thirty five to one, they win the Stanley Cup. That's that's one of those teams that you know, similar to those late twenty tens Los Angeles Kings teams, and even these Blues this Blues team uh, itself. As soon as they get in, they've got the physicality and they've got the talent to compete with just about anybody. Uh, you know, I think if they can just avoid that avalanche buzzsaw. Uh, in the second round this year uh, or in the Western Conference Finals, they have a pretty solid chance. So if you're just looking at kind of one or two interesting bets, I'd take a look at the Blackhawks to maybe have the worst record in the NHL. You got plus 200 there. So for every $100 you wager, you get back 200. Uh, or you could you could you know take a look at the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I do think they're they're one of the more underrated teams in the NHL this year. And at 35 to 1, that's uh, that's some pretty good odds right there. Excellent. Uh, before we let you go, uh, just remind the listeners where they can follow you if they uh, have any betting questions or are just looking for some uh, some good tips as the season gets going. Yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be a really fun year. You know, we've been uh, we've been uh, tracked. Our picks have been tracked over at covers.com for the last two years, and we've been 
uh, number one in the world uh, both years on their leaderboard of about 40 to 50 professional handicappers. So we're looking to do it again this year. Uh, we, we do grade our plays on a 10 to 50 unit scale rather than your typical one to five units. But last year we had a 50 unit uh, preseason future on the Coyotes under 69 and a half regular season points. That went pretty well. And then we had a preseason future on the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup at plus 550. So uh, things have gone really well. You know, if you want to hear more about what we do or how you can get involved and get signed up, just give us a visit at ParamountSports.com. Uh, you can find the NHL package there. There's a preseason uh, special going on for 797. You can get the full season, including our futures plays for clients, as well as um, all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. You can get that for just 797 on the website. Give myself a follow at, on Twitter at Paramount NHL, uh, as well as Lee Sterling, who kind of oversees our whole operation. He's at Paramount Sports. Um, otherwise, just visit our website, ParamountSports.com, or give us a call at the office if you want to learn more, 800-400-9741. Jack, thank you for the time today. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So again, now that your first listen of the day is done, check out the Locked on Bets podcast to get a better chance to make your bets count. Uh, make sure you follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcast as well as on YouTube so that you don't miss out on any Wild-related news between now and the start of the season. We're bringing you new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.